Sure. Do you want me to just go through all of them, or do you want to just go through one and we'll discuss? I was thinking we could go one and discuss, and then okay. I, don't, I don't know if we'll have too much to say. Uh, I, I know you guys didn't do this. I picked one and a runner-up just because I want to shout out a couple guys. Okay. Uh, my regular season MVP is Josh Allen. I, I just think he's going to have another up. Like he's just going to keep improving. His team improved. Uh, but my runner-up that I was flip-flopping between was Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert is yeah. poised to have a... I, you can't even call it another breakout year because he's already yeah, breaking out. I mean, I look, at his, already, look at his he's, face. He's just Fair. continuing what he does. Yes. But I think those two are going to be very fun to watch. For a long time to come as well. They're, they're both very young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my MVP... <laughs> they're good and young. Good and young. Um, my MVP... <laughs> I have Justin Herbert. Oh. I think that the expectations put on Josh Allen coming into the season are going to be very difficult for him to live up to. And I don't know the same can be said for Justin Herbert. Uh, with that being said, I think that Justin Herbert is just going to have an absolutely phenomenal year. It's going to be hard to say no to him as MVP. And then Josh Allen finishes second in voting. Yeah, so I, I didn't give a, a runner-up. I just picked my winners for the year. And uh, similar train of thought, Justin Herbert. Like, he just he was fantastic his rookie season. He was fantastic last year. Like, kind of hard to seem like going back at all. He's quite arguably the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He's up there. Mm. No. I would top, put a- top two or three. Mm. Who's your top five? My top five in no particular order because I, I don't know how to rank them. James Winston. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think, the, I think the top five, in my opinion, undisputedly, again, in no particular order, Brady, Rogers, Allen, Mahomes, and then then you can make a case for Herbert. But I think you can also make a case for Matt Stafford. He's shown in Detroit how good he can be. Yeah. And he's there was so much talk around Matt Stafford when he was in Detroit of like, imagine if he just had better team around him and he got a better he got a better team well that's one player no my their other team he equates to more than one player true but they're the 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 uh, the rest of the team around him was shit i mean yes yes there was so much talk about hey i wonder what matt stafford looked like with a better team around him they give him a better team he wins a super bowl so my Um, argument to that to the matt Matt stafford would be but i I would feel like matt stafford has kind of reached peak matt stafford and yeah. I think what puts Justin Herbert into that top five is that I don't think we've seen Pete Herbert. Yeah. I don't think we've been close. So I think the potential for him to get better mm-hmm. is there. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would flip flop between Herbert and Stafford, putting them at number five. I think the top four, however you order them, is a little indisputable to me. I mean, you, it's hard to argue with, with the resume of Tom Brady, and it's hard to argue with, I mean, granted, he hasn't had a ton of playoff success, but Aaron Rodgers has been consistently 
in the talk for since football was was born. Um, and then you've got Mahomes who's recently since come out. football was <laughs> born. Uh, then you've got Mahomes who, in the last few years, has really cemented his place as the upper echelon of the up and coming. And then you've got Josh Allen, and I don't think Herbert is too far behind. If Allen can make it into this top five chat. I don't think Herbert's too far back. We'll see after this year. There's a potential that Herbert could barely break his way through the top three, but he's not there yet. Not top three is, is, is a bit far-fetched, I think, this season, but I think top five for him, and I think compared to the guys that are already there, an MVP season for him is, yeah. is, is definitely going to reach. I mean, if he wins MVP this year, then he's going to be top three. MVP, he has to be what top does MVP mean? Most valuable player. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has won MVPs and hasn't done shit in the playoffs. But, yeah, but everyone talks. Yeah. True. Yeah, right. Well, not necessarily. Well, he's in, in the top in the, five. And he's in the top five, five right there. conversation. Yeah. See, that's where it, it kind of starts to be. Exactly. It depends if I'm going with my head or my heart. Um, I'm going with your head. My head tells me Darren Rodgers is in the top three. Yeah, exactly. But I don't want him to be there. I agree. I mean, but that's also so, and then, I mean, this is a little bit to play devil's advocate a little bit here, but Lamar Jackson has also won MVP. I would not put him in the top five. Yeah, but a lot and of that has to do with his if, accuracy as a quarterback. If if Justin Herbert wins an MVP this year and they lose the first game of the playoffs, I still don't think he goes into that top five. I think he's strange. I think if Justin Herbert doesn't win an MVP and the Chargers go to the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, then the this season is very big for him. Regular right? season MVP doesn't yeah. mean no. It doesn't mean that, uh, it doesn't mean it's not the end all be all by no means. But I think it's definitely putting him into that conversation where like it's undeniable that he is breaking that top five. He's uh, right there, but he's but he's not quite in my opinion yet. I want him to be. I, I think like he's right him. there. I think I think he's right there, and I think that if he has the season that he's going to have, it's going to be undeniable. Comeback player of the year, hit me. Uh, oh, we're doing that next. I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I picked this player just because I want him to do well in fantasy. My comeback player of the year is Christian McCaffrey. I think he's poised for a bounce back year. All the signs are, again, pointing to he said he's the healthiest he's ever been. He's playing the best he's ever he's been. He's the best shape of strong. Him. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it's all the preseason talk. Uh, I mean, selfishly, I want to believe it. And marketing team is feeding him all this stuff. So yeah. Um, but as I said before, my very, very close second that I was flip-flopping was Jameis Winston. Okay. As my comeback player of the year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my comeback player of the year is a player that for the past few seasons has really just been like, hey, I can be really fucking good. And then he's hurt for the next few games or he's hurt for the rest of the season. Sean Mannion? AJ Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Mannion. AJ Brown. Um, <laughs> this guy has all the tools, the size, the speed, the hands. He's been moved on to Philly now. It seems like Tennessee just kind of gave up on him or 
didn't want to pay him due to the injuries, but I think he's got a lot to prove, and I think he's going to do it in Philly, and I think he's going to kill it. Um, hmm. I still think he's arguably the number two receiver on his team. He might be, which is fine, but I mean, coming from a team where he was injured and he was expected to be... Who were they comparing him to? I think it was like Megatron, right? Like they were calling him Babytron, and he didn't live up to that at all. I think he's good. I think he can really show that he is an absolute beast. It's all there. It's all there, <laughs> he's for sure. got the tools. Um, he's got the abs. He does have the abs. That's important. I think that's key. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a runner's up, runner up, but if I did, I think it'd be sticking with the Titans. I think it'd be Derrick Henry. I think he's starting to push up there in age, and I think he's got a little bit to prove that he can stay healthy, and He's not breaking down. Interesting. So, yeah, I think if Derrick Henry rushes for 2,000 yards this year, no one's going to blink an eye. They're no. Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But coming <laughs> off, of, off of this list Frank that apparently is all the rage this year. Yeah. The what? This list Frank sprain. What was that big, tall, skinny basketball player's name? Chet something? Chet Holgram also yeah. had it. Uh, Najee Harris apparently dealt with a list Frank sprain at the beginning of the season. Hmm. Um, it seems to be all the rage for injuries. Something so in your foot. Something. I don't know. I might have to list Frank. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we all do. Uh, right. Let's keep this moving. We're at two hours. Boy, howdy. Um, comeback player of the year. Correct? Yes. Yeah, Correct. Yeah, yeah, we're good. No, no. All right. James Winston. Like I said earlier in my uh, division predictions, I think um, Saints are going to do very well this year relative to expectations. Uh, and I think it's going to be because James Winston, and this isn't regards to how many yards he's going to go through, uh, go throughout. I don't think he's going to break 5,000 yards again, but I also do think he's going to throw a lot more touchdowns than interceptions. Because so. at, at, at this point in his career, it's 1.5 to 1 in terms of like touchdowns and interceptions. Hmm. I don't think it's going to get anywhere in there. I think he's going to improve on a lot this year. If James wins, Back player of the year, how far back or how important is Michael Thomas to that bid? Because he would massive. have to be massive in yeah. that same conversation. I don't think when was the last thing he played? Two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's already dealing with a hand injury. Like if he comes back and he is Michael Thomas, he is going to be crucial to Jameis Winston. My runner up for comeback player there was Michael Thomas. There you go. We're, so, up, we're on the same wavelength. This is Nick's on the same stream. Same, same, same. So like they, they kind of tie in. So, yeah. like, James Winston doesn't win it. Michael Thomas is going to, in my opinion. I already gave my comeback. What do you want me to do next? What do you have next on your list? I have offensive. Uh, coach of the year. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have Nick Sirianni of the Eagles. Okay. I Like I said, I think they're going to win that division. I think they can... They have a chance to go deep in the playoffs. Um, I, I flip-flopped hard. I, I picked my original champion NFC Championship game was Eagles-Rams, and I had the Bills. I guess I'm... Never mind. <laughs> I, had the, I had the Eagles in the Super Bowl when I first started this, but then I looked at it more and... You flip-flopped? I flip-flopped. I... Yeah, I, I think they are poised to have a incredible year. My 
my runner-up that had to do with, I think, the... Uh, I don't necessarily think they're going to make the playoffs, but they have to improve. My runner-ups were... I was very close between Dan Campbell of the Lions and actually uh, Matt Everfluss of the Bears. Okay. He... Uh, the the Bears head coach, I don't like saying his last name. It makes me uncomfortable. But he has the potential to... Is there any left in that? Okay, bye. He has the potential to... He has, he has er, like, everything in front of him to make... To potentially have, I don't know, coach of the year in front of him. He just he has, just has to be better than Matt Nagy. Which is a very low bar. Yeah. Yes. If so... That's what I have for uh, Coach of the Year. All right. Well, my Coach of the Year is Dan Campbell. Yeah. And I think it'll be very easy coming off of the season he just came off of. And I haven't watched Hard Knocks yet. But he really seems like the type of coach that players are willing to... They will run through a brick wall for him. Yes. That is what you're wanting as a coach, and that's what you're wanting as a player. I think he's right up there. Um, The other guy, I didn't really have a runner-up, but I have a coach on the hot seat, and I think it's Pete Carroll. I mean, yeah. Fair. But, like, also, will Seattle ownership look at the team that he has, and it's like, if you win two games this year, like, we get it. I don't know if they care. Like they could be like the Aquilinis of the Canucks and just be like, "Give me some kind of revenue," and I don't care how bad you are. I think that they're going to struggle to fill that stadium this year. Folks, jump on your Seahawks tickets. They could be cheap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Coach of the year for me, um, Brandon Staley, for a team that missed playoffs this year, uh, had a lot of potential last year, rather. I uh, had a lot of potential. Everyone was talking about how they were dark horses for the uh, Super Bowl. Um, I think they're going to make a serious run. They're going to win win the division. Uh, Who's they for the people listening? Chargers. The Chargers. Boy, howdy. The Chargers. Surprise, uh, surprise. Behind Justin Herbert's MVP season. Fuck it. They MVP season from their quarterback. Coach of the year. Potential Super Bowl ticket. It'd be a great season to be an LA Charger fan. It'd be a great season. Yeah. It's also a lot of hype, so it could be very disappointing. Did you draft yeah. any any Chargers in our fantasy draft? Justin Herbert. He's got Herbert. Oh, you got the yeah, Herbie. I took Herbert. He's got I Herbie took him a few top. rounds prior than everyone else. And I have Keenan. Prior. I have Keenan Allen. I tried to take Keenan Allen and I tried to take Mike Williams and they both got picked like two picks prior to what I wanted. That's fair. So. Uh, let's keep going here. Uh, I have Offensive Player of the Year next. Yep. Yeah, so do I. I think this one is a no-brainer. It's Justin Jefferson, in my opinion. Okay. I, like, he, he has the potential to break that 2,000-yard threshold. You'll get nowhere I don't mean I don't think he will, but he has that potential. Uh, Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. He'll be whatever Kirk Cousins is. Uh, I just I, I don't I don't I didn't even put a second player because I don't see anyone else even coming close to be honest. 
Yeah, no, uh, my surprise, surprise, uh, offensive player of the year as well is Justin Jefferson. And that is taking the homer glasses off as well. Um, this guy has done everything he can do in his first two seasons in the NFL. Um, and he did it under Mike Zimmer, who is a notorious defensive coach. Um, to that point, nobody in the team has said anything positive about him, really. So everybody is in love with the Kevin O'Connell system. Justin Jefferson has come out and said that if Cooper Cup can do what he did last year with his skill set, he can go <coughs> and further it, and I believe it. If, yep. if Kevin O'Connell was the mastermind behind Cooper Cup's success, look out. I think he's in for a fucking amazing season, and it's going to be great to watch as a fan. Uh, my offensive player of the year is Jonathan Taylor. Hmm. So uh, no surprise that he's did he bring that last year? Pretty good at this thing called football. Uh, I think he's going to be the bright shining light that is going to lead the Colts to being a respectable team. And there's not many bright shining lights there. Yeah, Indianapolis, hold on tight. That man is something special, uh, and I think he's going to have another great season this year. Jonathan Taylor for my Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year. This falls into my success that I think the Cowboys have the potential to have. And I picked uh, Micah Parsons, the linebacker of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Good pick. I think they – that was – that. that's obviously kind of one of their main weaknesses – from last year is like Cowboys were scoring 40 points a game but also giving up 30 points a game um, I think a linebacker can make a decent bit of a difference they upgraded cornerback so their defense got a little better uh, I don't know I just he could be a he could be a real force my runner-up was Nick Bosa of the 49ers okay Uh, because I just, yeah. Just because? Just because. Okay. <laughs> um, my defensive player of the year, I kind of flip-flopped around a lot with this. I really wasn't sure where to go. Uh, Miles Garrett, though, seems mm. to me to be the guy to win for me. And no other reason than the Browns need something. It's not going to be wins, and it's not going to be Deshaun Watson. It's, it's going to be lawsuits. It's going to be... <laughs> They've already won that department. Uh, well, but Miles yeah. Garrett <laughs> is an absolute specimen of a human being, and I feel like he just dominates every guy on the field. So, out there. Uh, yeah, for me, it's Nick Bosa. Oh. The man's an absolute machine. Uh, 15 and a half sacks last year. Everything I've read about him, he, he's basically said like 15 and a half, like 15 and a half sacks is nothing. Like, it was a bad year for me. The man's an absolute fucking machine. Yeah. Something about that buzz of blood. It's like the walk blood. Like I, yeah. I think yeah. my runner up would be a TJ Watt. And he is yeah, he's, he's up there. It's also hard very hard not to pick Aaron Donald. Yes. But so like, I went with I tried to go with yeah. not the obvious. Yeah. Aaron he Donald. was he was my runner up. Um yeah. There's something about Bosa and that 20 hours defense. If only they had an offense that could even like 
half play match what their defense could do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they would be a fantastic team. Probably hot take for a Super Bowl contender, but alas, they have no one that can do anything about it. So <laughs> uh, offensive Rookie of the Year. I picked Kenny Pickett. Okay. Why? I don't know. He doesn't even have the starting job <laughs> in that I know of in in, in Pittsburgh land. But I mean, Trubisky is Trubisky, yeah. so we will see what happens. Very easily lose that job very quickly. Yeah, and Kenny Pickett could just be kind of that breath of life the Steelers need. I don't think he's going to lead them to like a playoff spot. There's a small potential, maybe, but. I, he just showed signs of life, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I went with Trey Burks. Um, mm. He is billed as the A.J. Brown replacement in an offense that doesn't really have a true number one. Like, I know that Bobby Trees is there. However, which Bobby Trees are you getting? So he's coming off a serious knee injury. Was it near Achilles? I feel like Achilles, we had a lot of Achilles. A lot of Achilles. It, it was a lower body injury. Um, uh, Trey Burks has every opportunity to come in here and just dominate and make it make good with every opportunity he has. So, if Tannehill can get him the ball, yes, yes, it's a big if. Big ask. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's uh, Brees Hall. Mm. Uh, I've I've watched a lot of. Footage of him, and I've, I've read a lot of stuff on him, and he's just some big play potential. And like being on the Jets, like there's no big play potential. There's there. no big play potential. Like Corey Davis is really like the only offensive name that I think of when I think of the Jets. And as we said prior to this, he's um, very streaky. He's good mm-hmm. for a game or two, and he's absolutely terrible for the next four or five. Um, Brees Hall could be that that guy that can make a couple plays that will give a little bit of excitement to the Jets offense that could uh, seal them a game or two that they don't deserve to win. Brees' pieces. Brees' pieces. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year. I have Trayvon Walker of the Jags. Oh, okay. Your edge, divisional winners. Edge rusher. <laughs> your divisional winners. Edge rusher. Uh, yeah. I mean, this guy's got everything you need in an edge rusher. He's got the speed. He's got the strength. He's huge. He's fast. He's huge. He's fast. He's huge and he's fast. Let's see what he does. And by defensive rookie of the year. None other than sauce. Uh, um. From everything that I've read, he's kind of been his own island. Teams haven't been targeting him. I don't think he's allowed a catch. Going back to his collegiate career, he didn't allow a touchdown while he was in coverage. He has everything in terms of tools to do well in the NFL, along with a sweet endorsement deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. (laughs) That's a, that's a great <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, fact. That's awesome. Uh, my defensive rookie of the year is Aiden Hutchinson. 
Mm. I, I'm a big Michigan fan, so like I got to watch him throughout his Michigan career. Yeah. And uh, it, it blew me away how often he controlled the game. Michigan won a lot of games. Um, not because of offensive play, because the last couple of years the, the quarterbacks have been absolutely terrible. Um, Hutchison kept them in a lot of games. Um, and the other edge rusher there who whose name escapes me at this moment, uh, is also fantastic, but Hutchison was top top notch and I think he's gonna translate it that to uh, Detroit. There you go. He does a mean Billy Jean. Yes, he does. does. He? That was in Hard Knocks. I have to watch this. When you sign up for our zone, that's one of the first things I will watching. be signing up tomorrow because my cable ends tomorrow. Right. Okay, that's our all of our regular season award winners, correct? Yes. Uh, so we just have Super Bowl matchup winner and MVP. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is a shock. I, I, I wanted parody, but I don't think there's going to be parody in some sense of the word. I have Bills Rams, and I have the Bills winning with Stefan Diggs as the MVP. Okay. Um, yeah. The further, Bills are poised. The Bills are poised. Here, yeah. Zero parity. Bills Ram. Bills winning. Interesting. I wasn't. I didn't get crazy and wild. I Diggs is a very good pick. I feel like if the Bills are winning the Super Bowl. Josh Allen is rushing for touchdowns. Josh Allen is throwing three yards. Like he is the end all be all yeah. in this game. And I decided to leave it and go with Josh Allen's MVP. Yeah, fair enough. He is white. <laughs> he, he is, is white. He is the definition of vanilla. Uh, <laughs> He's yeah, probably got um, Chargers Rams. He just got Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> just Chargers. Um, yeah, so Chargers are my Super Bowl winner. I didn't go too deep into this other than the fact, because, like, quite frankly, I think Justin Herbert's on the verge of a breakout season, hence why I picked him for MVP. Um, and once again, like you said earlier, I guess it's not really a breakout season because his breakout season was his rookie season, and last year he just topped that. that. Yeah, somehow. Now he's going to top it again this season. Um, so I think he's going to win MVP, and he's going to lead the Chargers to the Super Bowl that they were being uh, billed as a Super Bowl dark horse last year, and then missed the playoffs by having that absolutely terrible performance against the Raiders. Um, in the process, he's going to get MVP. So two MVPs for him this Again, year. two. I really hope uh, you do. I didn't. I didn't even pick an NFC. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I really yeah. hope Justin Herbert either names his first bone Tyrod <laughs> or he builds a statue for Tyrod. Because it was what, was the, what was the name of the uh, trainer that pierced his lung? I don't know, but Tyrod Maybe Taylor he should get the statue. Yeah. He, he should name his first bone after that trainer. Yeah. I remember when they were trying to pigeonhole, just absolutely pull a round peg into a square hole when they were like, it's Tyrod Taylor team. Fucking no, it isn't. Justin Herbert is the yeah. man. Let him yeah. run this team. With all due respect to Tyrod Taylor, though, Tyrod Taylor's been done dirty Sub-part. by a lot of teams in the NFL. He's he's a serviceable quarterback. Who? Where was he last? That the same thing happened. 
Was it? Cleveland. It was Houston. No, it was Houston. Oh, right, it was Houston. For Cleveland before he that. Got, he got supplanted by Long, not, long Neck Davis. <laughs> Danny Long Neck. Danny Long Neck. Like, that <laughs> That's is... amazing. Um, okay. Before we finish off here, because we're going very long, but that's okay. That's what she said. Daddy long neck long. Daddy long neck long. Do you guys have any more hot takes for the season? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Lamar Jackson was another person that was pushing uh, as a uh, comeback player of the year. But... Okay. James Winston. I, James I guess Winston. it's not really a hot take. It's kind of That's like, a pretty hot take, I think. James Winston, comeback player of the year. That is a hot take. Yeah. James Winston is, for sure. Yes. Lamar Jackson being in the running, the top three, not so much. My hot take is going to be that Taysom Hill is the best tight end in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I said some of my hot takes. One of them was, yeah, the Seahawks going 0-17, first no, team ever. Your hottest take. It's Jaguars. Hold on. The Jaguars. I'm not done. <laughs> Jaguars winning the division with a losing record. Uh, one of my other hot takes was the Bears winning the division. Yeah. First one since 2010. Still the Jaguars. Uh, my other hot take was all four teams from the AFC West make the playoffs. Wow. So I... I did toy around with that idea. I just couldn't really figure out a logistic way for it to work. Well, that would mean the Bengals and like Colts and Titans would have to miss the playoffs. Well, yes, and that's why I, I maintained like it was a very difficult juggling act to make that work. But like AFC West on its own is going to be yeah a playoff matchup every time they have a yeah. division yeah. game. Those those divisional games are going to be very exciting to watch. I have one more hot take that I don't even want to say because I don't want to put it into the universe. Say it anyways. I feel like the Buccaneers are a major injury away from playoff team to no playoff team. So my other... Like this major injury is my a particular person. Uh, not necessarily. Well, who, who um, would you consider a major injury to? Okay, well, obviously Tom Brady, but yes. like, okay, but like, outside of, of someone like Shaq Barrett, someone like Mike Evans, someone like Devon White, could really because to me, aren't the Bucks on like their third string center right now? I don't think that matters too much. I think it does. I think that I think the relationship between the center and Tom Brady. Has to be absolutely bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And for them to be on their third, fourth, I don't, I don't know, but I yeah. know that I think the first one was injured and the second one was injured, or the first one retired, second one injured, something like that. But that's that's the injury that I'm looking at. Yeah. They can't find that center for Tom Brady to feel comfortable getting that ball and know that he's protected. It doesn't even matter if he's got. A bunch of Hall of Famers to catch the ball. Yeah. That is my last hot take: is that the Buccaneers miss the playoffs? Okay. Mm-hmm. Which would then put Unless the Tom Brady's injured. I don't see that happening. Which would then put the Eagles, Cowboys, Vikings, Packers, 49ers, Rams, and Saints in. 
that's that's wild to me because to me, if that situation were to occur, it wouldn't be the Saints moving into the top spot. It would be the Panthers with. Bacon, Ooh, yeah. That is a hot take. That's, so that, that that's would a hot be take, right? absolutely wild. That's a hot take. And I have no faith in Baker Mayfield. No one does. Mm-hmm. No one does. Not even him. Uh, just for everyone's reference, the NFL, NFL.com, that is. National Football League. National Football League uh, had their all of their writers, their staff writers, pick the same words that we just did. Okay. Go uh, through them real quick. For MVP, they had number one, Josh Allen. Number two, Justin Herbert. Tied third, jo- uh, Joe Burrow and Patty Mahomes. Uh, four, Offensive Player of the Year. Justin Jefferson. Number two, Jonathan Taylor. And third, Jamar Chase. Hmm. We got no love from us today, but, you know, fair enough. Uh, defensive Player of the Year, Mike Parsons. Number two, hmm. Aaron Donald. Tied third, Miles Garrett and Nick Bosa. Interesting. We've uh, mentioned all of them so yeah, far. Yes. I'm shocked that I didn't think they would put Mike Parsons first. Yeah. Offensive Rookie of the Year, uh, Chris Alave, uh, new Orleans oh, yeah. receiver. Uh, number two, George Pickens, uh, and number three, Kenny Pickett. Brees Hall was tied for fourth. Hmm. Uh, sorry, who was your? Uh, sorry, Trey Burks. He is not on there. <laughs> I did not think he would be. Seven names on there. So that, okay. that actually might be a hot take right there. That could yeah. be a hot take. What uh, about defensive rookie of the year, Aiden Hutch Aiden Hutchison. Yeah. Uh at first, Trevon Walker, uh second, Sauce Gardner at third, and then tied for fourth, uh Jaquan Brisker, George Carlaftis. Oh yeah, the Derek Stingley end. Jr. Oh, so, okay. apologies um, if I mispronounce those names wildly, but Another name that I would actually um, look out for in terms of the defensive rookie of the year is Jordan Davis out of Philadelphia. Hmm. That man put on an absolute show at the clinic. And there is a clip of him on Twitter where he was going up against a offensive lineman and he absolutely put him on skates. I think I saw that clip. Made him look like a yeah. child. Yeah. Now, flat-footed him and, like, slid him, like, 10 yards. He is someone that if he can actually do that in regular season games, look out for him to be a potential dark horse. Hmm. Uh, Comeback player of the year. Apparently, my hot take is not so hot. Uh, James Winston, uh, number one picked. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, number two. Derek Henry, number three. Uh, Ty and Saquon Barkley, and Khalil Mack. Saquon was on my list. Saquon Barkley. And then Coach of the Year, Sean McDermott. Number two, (laughs) Brandon Staley. Sean McDermott for Coach of the Year. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm assuming most of these people are picking the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Well, Um, just because... I I don't see why they would pick them otherwise. And then tied third is a four-way tie between Doug Peterson, uh, Frank Reich, Nick Sirianni, and Mike Tomlin. Sorry, who was number two? Uh, Brandon Staley. Okay. So you've Chargers. for me, yeah, I know. I for me, a, a coach like to win coach of the year, like I think the Bills and Chargers both have expectations on them to to at bare minimum make the playoffs. I think Mike Tomlin's in there because he's going to make a bad situation look decent. 
fair. And that's why yeah, I no picked. There. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, my pick for Knicks United Eagles, that's not a bad situation, but like it would be an upgrade from what they were last year. And then obviously if if the Bears do, if the Bears get to, I keep saying 500, but if the Bears get to like 9 and 8, and God forbid a playoff spot, yeah. I think that that guy would, like Matt Aberfuss, would be a no-brainer. Yeah. To be, so that's why it's interesting to me because like Sean McDermott, I think, has already proved himself as a very good coach. And... He's obviously put in a good system for like, he's 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 de, he's like designed an offense around Josh Allen's strengths, yeah. even though Josh Allen throws a lot of interceptions. Exactly, and almost the didn't they make the AFC Championship game last year against the Chiefs, and they lost to the Chiefs. Yeah, they lost. So like, to me, that's expectation. So like. At the bare minimum, get to if that the one, if yeah. the if the Bills get back to the AFC Championship game or like the Super Bowl, I don't think he's I don't think he should be in line for coach leader because it's kind of like well we expected you to do this yeah. you're just doing your job. Well. I, I keep what you're saying it's like this isn't that's like interesting. Being a great coach is like at this point it's like you've already put this together and you're reaping the benefits of what you've done in multiple years prior. But like coach of this particular year, like. Making a bad, a very bad situation look good is more impressive to me for coach of the year. Oh, I agree. Which is why, like, I wouldn't say a very bad situation. Like, this kind of doesn't apply to what I'm about to say, but like, making a uh, not great situation look very good. Like, that's why I picked Brad Staley because like they missed the playoffs last year, especially on that like last game. They could have made the playoffs, and then they played the Raiders, and it was the most uh, anticlimactic like finish to a season that was like. Very like up and down, yeah. uh, and then this year I think the Chargers are going to be like thirteen and four. There's a reason why Bill Belichick has not won Coach of the Year yeah. probably often because it's yeah. like they expect him victim of their to coach well. Yeah, yeah. So I know he was in the Bell wrong curve, them, right? Like they they've been here, they don't keep coming here. Then anything yeah. below that is you say like yeah, it's failing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like, if the Patriots win the division this year, which they're not going to, no. Bill Belichick should be coach of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Like, or something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was last year. They, no, if they beat out like, the Bills. Because, like, you lose Tom Brady division, and still yeah. make the playoffs. They did have. If they beat out the Bills in that division, coach of the year. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do in the playoffs at that point. Interesting. But, yeah, Sean McDermott, I don't agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty yeah, safe Brandon pick. Brandon Staley, I think Mike Tomlin would be a, a good pick. Mike Tomlin would be an interesting one, especially if it isn't Mitch Trubisky and it is Mike Tomlin, a guy that hasn't had a losing. If they have a winning record with Trubisky, then Mike Tomlin deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. If how many how many straight not like he is not going to be how many straight winning seasons has the has Mike Tomlin had as head coach? Eight, fifteen, sixteen? A lot. But if he does it with Trubisky, I would say Nagy should never get. Any kind of job, let Ever alone a again. coaching job <laughs> in the NFL. He should not be an equipment manager. No, he should go be a grocery store big boy. He couldn't even coach the Beanie Clackers. Uh, so he didn't have a winning record in 2019, but he hasn't had a losing season. Uh, so 2019, they finished 8 and 8. Is that the year uh, they lost Big he, Ben? 
He had an eight and eight season in 2012, 2013, uh, and 2019. They finished nine seven and one last year. Um, so yeah, so it's been a he losing had, he, he he's never had a losing record ever never. as a coach. No, nope, because when he was eight and eight those years, obviously it's sixteen games. Uh, last year he went nine seven and one. He, even if like even if nine seven and one, tie, twelve and four, it's a winning record, eight yeah. and eight. This is going recent to backwards. Uh, for your reference, nine seven and one, twelve and four, eight and eight, nine six and one, thirteen and three, eleven and five, ten and six, eleven and five, eight and eight, eight and eight, twelve and four, twelve and four, nine and seven, twelve and four, ten and six, and and two Super Bowls in that time. Uh, one Super Bowl, one Super AFC Bowl. Championship in twenty ten, and Super Bowl champions in two thousand eight. I mean, that's pretty much a Hall of Fame country. It is a Hall of Fame. It is a Hall of Fame. It, like I don't understand how it couldn't be. I hate the Steelers so much, but yeah, if, if they like my my hate for the Steelers stops at Mike Tomlin. I agree. Yes. Full on. I agree. Hall of Fame coach. Not even an argument for me. Interesting. So. All right. What are we at? We need. We need to wrap this up. We are at two hours and twenty nine minutes. It's a two party. Ain't nobody listening at this. This point. this is a two party. Yeah. Two party. If you've stuck around this long, you are probably. Let, let me know and I'll give you a hug. Likely because of me. Yeah. Correct. Well, that was our NFL full preview edition of the Hot Takes of Cold Pines podcast. Uh, I don't. If you forgot what our cold pint was. It was. Oh, yeah. Tranquility, California IPA by Moon Underwater. Moon Underwater Brewing. That was two hours ago. So we will post. Yes. Yeah, that was two hours and four beers ago. First, first part. Moon Underwater. They make good German lagers. Correct. They obviously, make good IPAs as well. Correct. It's better than Bush. Yes. It is better than Bush. Uh, it'll be fun to come back to these, even like halfway point of the season. We may be fun to do like a halfway point episode and see where we're all at. And obviously, we'll do an end of the year episode and see how far off or how close we were. Yeah. Um, as far as during the NFL season goes, we haven't really figured out how often we're going to do a podcast. We've talked about once a week. Depends on our schedules. Yeah. Uh, and like every Tuesday, just kind of recap the NFL because that's a big big deal. Yeah. But especially once October comes. We're going to have NFL, NBA, hockey. There's going to be lots of news. We're in the dog days of summer right now. We're in the, for the most part of sports. So, I mean, with football coming up, I mean, this is probably the. On. With football coming up, this is the yeah. most information and the like, more entertaining stuff football we've had to talk is about starting next week. Yeah. Yes. Training camp is over. The cuts were made. The final 53 are made. Football's ready to go next week. A week Thursday. Proper football. Proper football. Where all they have is ties. Nil nil, baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That does it for us. We need to wrap this up. If you've made it this far, thank you. If you haven't made it this far, thank you. Check out part two. Sports are fun. Beer is good. Correct. See you later. Peace.